Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Friday, June 19th, 2020, a year for the record books for sure. And we scratch our way to 41 days until we get NBA basketball. And tonight we are here to set our PGA weekend and get that locked in. Uh, as we're recording this, they're just finishing up the second round because there was a slight weather delay and uh so we're we're ready to get this thing going fresh in our minds we're both in, uh, really liking what we built so far so uh, with that i'll turn it over here to my partner in crime on the links here mr andrew hansen how are you today andrew i'm doing well thanks yeah so we've got some good news and bad news the good news is that in our personal wager <laughs> the, <laughs> the bet of the week it was a value play, Jim Furyk versus Graham McDowell, if you missed the Wednesday show. And Graham had a nice comeback today, went low, uh, really didn't have a chance of making the cut, so no pressure. Jim yeah. Furyk, meanwhile, is just has been hovering around even par for the day, but he's one up on Graham McDowell as we speak. He's on the 18th and two. Uh, two putt for par will win it for me here after the weather <laughs> delay, so... Uh, as you can see, I don't have my hat on because there's no risk of me having to wear it backwards. Ah. Uh, you've decided to to wait and you know get the official finish before you concede and and put the hat on backwards. So that's fine. Uh, I'm not but, giving up, man. Yeah, he can yeah. easily blow it past the hole and yip it on the way back. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling we'll you, Jim. Never Fjord, say I, I die. Yeah, yeah, I like the mentality. So. On the flip side, the the unfortunate news, of course, the news about Nick Watney testing positive for COVID. So we're thinking about him. Hope he's all right. Um, in, in terms of strategy, uh, his playing partners were Vaughn Taylor and Luke List. So I think it's probably wise to avoid Vaughn Taylor in the weekend slate. He made the cut. He's six under. I heard his interview after the round. He said he feels fine, so it doesn't seem like he has any symptoms. He said they kept their distance during their round. Uh, you know, didn't shake hands. So again, hopefully nobody else will test positive and they can play through the weekend and be healthy. But uh, that's one side note I just wanted to mention. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's probably going to be the discussion we're going to have multiple times through all of these sports. I mean, let's face it, it's, you know, I don't think any of them are going to just shut down. But what I think is going to happen is exactly what you just said is uh, they're going, if somebody tests positive, it's immediately they do the trace, you know, who is around them, uh, you know, and they test, take the temperature. And I think if, if it all turns out fine they let them roll but uh you know we'll see how how cautious they want to be because you know you can walk around asymptomatic not know you have it but anybody that was within any distance of of Watney will will be tested and, I, and i'm sure that they won't let him back out there uh, otherwise but certainly don't take a chance just in case on taylor i mean it's not that he's a strong really strong play anyway but uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's the world we live in now. We and again, I just this is our first time we've had to sort of look at this at, in you know in the in the midst of building a lineup. But uh, I do think it's going to become somewhat common, and then they'll just you know sit them out for a week or two, and then they come back in and, and they go. I know that in the NBA uh, they're letting everybody carry two extra players and bring them to Orlando. So that if they do have that scenario, uh, they are going to sequester them or whatever for a week uh, until they, you know, test negative. And then, 
uh, you can immediately put somebody on your roster that you have there in the bubble. So, I, you know, that's another thing just before we get into golf, I wanted to mention as well is uh, keep following the news this next uh, six weeks because there are a lot of free agents out there like the Jamal Crawfords of the world who, you know, in the last game of last season, uh, Dirk's last game that, that Dawson and I went to, uh, he dropped 51. So it's not like Crawford doesn't have some game and couldn't help a team. I just wanted to mention that because I was reading through, a, there's a long list of guys that are not signed. And when you, you know, you talk about there's, it's 22 teams there. So that's 44 players that aren't in the league that will be in this bubble with them. So something to keep an eye on. I don't know if those guys will get in a rotation, but uh, certainly something to be aware of as, as we're looking to, to build things towards NBA. Always, you can never prepare too much. So uh, anyway, back with the PGA. Yes, concern for Watney, prayers for him, his family, the you know, just hope that it gets contained right away and he's fine and he gets back out there. And I do want to give a shout out to Mr. Graham McDowell, though, because I was taking a bunch of noise about Mr. McDowell in Discord last night, uh, you know, trashing him because he shot in the 70s and all that baloney. He comes out and fires a, a clean 66 to to stave off so far the hat turnaround <laughs> for me. So I uh, look at you battling to the finish line. I love it. I, I'm not giving up. I tried texting my buddy that's at the event. I, I told him I'd give him 100 bucks if he screams when Fury puts <laughs> that putt, and he wouldn't do it. So what are you going to do? Anyway, uh, no, it'll it'll be fun. So I guess our next show together is Monday, right? So, yeah. So if I tur- if you see the hat backwards, you know he two putted, which f- I don't think you're like ever three putts. So exactly. You never know, though. You just never know. Uh, anything is possible. And nobody thought he had a chance to catch him today. So I was watching. I had to be the only person with like a split screen with with Graham McDowell and Jim Furyk. (laughs) DFS just has you do the craziest thing sometimes. It's hilarious. Anyway, before we jump in totally with PGA, I want to thank our two sponsors for bringing the show uh, and making it possible. Uh, It is MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag for all your sports and wagering and casino action and get an exclusive offer that you can only get through Coach Talk. It's a 50% signing bonus all the way up to a thousand bucks. And you get a $25 free play as well. Uh, you need to sign up with my bookie through the DFSCoachTalk.com uh, website and use the promo code COACHTALK, one word. And also TVG, everybody's fired up tomorrow for uh, the first jewel of the Triple Crown being the Belmont. And it just blows my mind. I've followed horses all my life and it's always Kentucky Derby Preakness, Belmont. And so the Belmont's first with this weird COVID stuff going on. So that should be fantastic tomorrow. Uh, I am going to miss it because uh, my daughter's wedding is tomorrow. So I'm excited about that and uh, can't wait to to be a part of that first of my three to get married. So pretty exciting. So anyway, uh, with uh, the Belmont and and all of that, TVG is the place to go, man. I mean, that's where everybody goes to watch and wager on Horse racing of any kind, they've got it all from all over the world. Our man Roush has his Australian horses running. He's a member with us. Uh, he, he has. We've been following his horses very closely. He has five of them, 
and they're all four of them have run really well and he's got a, a three-year-old that's going to debut next week so another fun thing in our discord to to chit chat about but with uh the tvg membership uh, you get a risk-free 300 dollars bet so if you do have somebody you like tomorrow on the belmont jump on tvg just sign up there's you don't have to use a promo code if you sign up through our website dfscoachtalk.com you automatically get a risk-free $300 bet. So if you deposit $300, you bet it on the nose for your horse, say he's 8 to 1, and he pays 18 bucks, you're going to get 150 times that for your 300 bucks. If he loses and limps across the finish line, like my buddy Lanny, who plays the horses, I'm sorry, Lanny, I had to give you a shot, <laughs> then you get your $300 back, every penny of it. So you cannot beat it. You know, give it a, give it a roll. Okay, PGA weekend. I know you haven't been a big PGA weekend guy. You do a lot of the tournament and then ride it out. I love the weekend play, to be honest with you, more than I do the whole tournament play. And the reason being is it's posted now. I've got my lineups locked on FanDuel and DraftKings. And like I said, there's still a few guys finishing the final hole as we speak. So what that does is Obviously, there's some some uh, real bargains and values because they're not completely adjusting the pricing. They have everybody up there, even the people that are making the cut. And no, people don't usually screw up and put guys that made the cut in their lineup. However, there are a bunch of guys that I believe are mispriced. You know, they just haven't adjusted for how well they're playing or, you know, where they are in, you know, uh, in the, the standings of the tournament at this moment. So there's a lot of variables there, and that's what we always look for here. We're not looking uh, to punch in a bunch of optimizers, optimizers and, and get a bunch of percentages and spread it out. And we're looking to build a lineup with every little small piece of detail that we can, and that's in all sports. And in golf, this, you know, we look for every edge we can get. And in PGA, I think your biggest edge is this weekend bet because you will go over some guys as we're talking. There's some great value. There's some guys that are playing well, that are up there in the leaderboard. And then you've got the opposite side of it uh, that, that we had, uh, were talking a little bit before the show. You've got guys that are really top 10 player kind of guys that just snuck by and made the cut. The cut's minus four in this event, which is a pretty good score. So, you know, you've got some fringe guys at minus four, minus five. And they're not needing a paycheck. I mean, these guys are in the millions and millions. So when they go out, they're shooting for the sticks. They're going. They're trying to go low. Uh, I, you know, I had a a, a great uh, day last Saturday by putting Bubba Watson in for that exact reason. He barely made the cut. Again, he's going to fire at all the sticks, and he shot a 63. I even got that little five dollar and seven cent bonus from DraftKings for the low school round. So you know, there's a multitude of strategies you can use. But again, they're all to your favor because, you know, you, you look at the, the, you know, field for this weekend uh, and it's just, you know, the scoring. You've got guys, you know, in, in the 7000s that are in the top three in the tournament. So you've got to weigh all that out, look for who's going to go low. And there's there's really some good advantageous plays. So I'm excited to go over this with you. I think what we decided to do just uh for the case of trying to hone in on on uh, each lineup is Andrew's going to cover a little bit more of DraftKings and I'm going to focus a little bit more on FanDuel and then we can uh, chit chat back with with a few ideas from there. So 
do you want to start us off with uh, DraftKings? Sure, I'll make some general points here. Okay. Uh, looking at the guys at the top, Webb Simpson really got the flat stick going today. He made 187 feet worth of putts. Uh, he oh was just hitting gosh. bombs and made nine birdies. Um, so in great course history here. And he's $900 cheaper than Bryson DeChambeau on, on DraftKings. So out of those two, I, I think I prefer Webb this weekend. Um, you know, he doesn't need to go extra low since he's already leading the tournament. But, you know, the way that he's putting, um, I think he's playing with a lot of confidence. I, I like him as as the option at the top. Uh, a couple of the other big names I want to mention are Kepka and DJ. And I'm kicking myself for not playing them more in the full tournament because those were a couple of price tags that really jumped out at me. Um, DJ was 8,500 and Kepka was 8,600. They just have too much talent to be exactly. in that price range. And then their prices haven't adjusted enough with how well they're playing, like you mentioned. So DJ is 9,100. He's four off the lead. I think that's a real nice price for a guy that is going to be aggressive. He's in the groove, um, you know, from South Carolina. So I like his I like his price and I like Kepka as well. He's starting to put it together. You know, didn't really have it last week, but uh, he's trending in the right direction. He, he, again, he's only 8,400. So you know, it's really easy to fill out your lineup with confidence. Uh, as for some of the uh, value plays, um, you know, three of the guys we mentioned on the on the Wednesday podcast on DraftKings have really played well. Uh, we mentioned Tyler Duncan. He shot eight under today. He's only 6,300. Yeah. Uh, really nice value there. Uh, we were both on Joel Diamond. He's 7,600, so a little bit more pricey. Uh, he's at six under, so he's... You know, he needs to pick it up a little bit if he wants a high finish. And then Brian Stewart is one of these guys who just made the cut at four under. Uh, we were on him, and he's only 6,600. So another value play there. And Bubba Watson, you mentioned he was great for you last week in the weekend tournament. He's at 7,600, uh, and he really fits that profile that you were describing of a guy who's, you know, won tons of money, not playing for, you know, you know, safely get in the top 20 for a solid paycheck. He's going to fire at sticks and try to go low. Uh, so I like that price as well. Well, you know, I'm hoping that all our members and everybody else out there listen to our show on Wednesday because I flat out picked Bryson DeChambeau to win this tournament. And, you know, uh, I have a flat bet on him to win it. And he's in all my lineups going into the weekend. And he just he's playing some good golf, you know, second place looking great and you know that's there's no guarantees you know you you plug your top dog in there you know like if you McElroy was your key you're he's you know he's playing uh, not that great and uh, same thing with uh, Justin Thomas and a few of the other guys so I'm thrilled and if you remember my my next three guys after DeChambeau uh, are all playing well uh, Kepka at that cheap price is fifth DJ, who I, I said I just had a plan because South Carolina, you know, his price came way down. We talked about it in depth on Wednesday. He was uh, the 
the five most expensive, one of the five most expensive guys in almost every single tournament last year, even when he was slumped. So for him to be down to 9,100, you know, going into this weekend, and he was cheap also uh, for the whole tournament, was an easy guy uh, to plug in. And then uh, Gary Woodland was my other guy. So for those guys that beat that, you know, put that core in there, I hope you're rocking and rolling for this weekend. I've got a, a lot of shots. Uh, a couple of my guys at the bottom below those four weren't the best. You know, one missed a cut here or there. So, I, you know, I'm not going to be challenging for any of the Millie makers. But, you know, if these guys can hold sway, I think I've got a chance to, to cash in some really good things. So, uh, of course, those guys that I mentioned are all four in my pool. I mean, it's how could they not be when I've been watching them? I targeted them for this course. You know, and I got three of them out of the top 11 guys. You got to keep riding that thunder. So I think all those guys could play well. I mean, there is a little bit of a, a controversy right now. Did you hear about the Brooks Kepka thing? No. What was it? Yeah, they he got really mad at the announcers that were uh, yesterday that were calling his game somehow. I don't know oh, which yeah. guys. I, yeah. No, and yeah, he I heard said about that he, with, with he Nick said Caldo, he yeah. wanted yeah he wanted those guys just to shut up. And, and watch the game, watch the right. game or something. Right. And so they, they're they all prickly about it. So every time he was hit and Faldo was like, okay, I'm not going to comment on that shot or whatever. It was really, so I mean, not that that's a big deal. In fact, you know, I like it the other way. Kepka's the kind of guy that to me, if he gets pissed about something or he's really digging in, that's the guy I want. I don't think it's going to rattle him. I think he wants to stick it to whoever he's, you know, Faldo or whoever he's uh, barking at. So I like that factor with with him. Uh, DJ, you know, again, like I say, I when I watch him play, I have to have a couple of uh, adult beverages just because he makes me so nervous out there. But, uh, you know, again, he's capable of winning the tournament. So uh, I think those guys are solid. I think you, you can build around those guys, uh, you know, on DraftKings because of the pricing. And on FanDuel, it's you know it's it's quite a bit different. That's that's the odd thing about it. Kepka's way up there. He's in the you know one of the higher price guys. So you got to think a little bit on that one. Um, but DeChambeau now has moved up to the highest uh, salaried guy in the whole field that remains. So that I think is going to scare people off. He's 11-9 on FanDuel. But I'm, he's my anchor. I think he's going to win it, and I'm not going to let that intimidate me. I think that he'll be lower owned now that he's the most expensive guy remaining. So I, I really like that. But uh, I can tell you that the pricing for the guys that we discussed on FanDuel is much tougher than on DraftKings. So, you know, if you want to build and get some value on some of those uh, guys that we've been discussing uh, Wednesday and today – uh, DraftKings is probably a stronger spot for you. Um, and from the FanDuel side, and I'll just run with that since I'm talking about it. Uh, you know, I still think you can still build around uh, three of the key guys. I have a, a lineup right now built with three anchors, and that's DeChambeau, Kepka, and Woodland. I still think Woodland's playing good golf. He lost about 25 pounds. In the offseason, he looks focused. I think he's he's a guy that's going to have a really big year. Um, and then, you know, it gets tough. You've got six guys to roster 
on FanDuel. And if you if you do play some of those key guys that I mentioned, you have to start looking for some bargain guys that are going to get it done. The one guy that I'll mention as one of those, uh, and then I'll be sharing my full lineup uh, in Discord, uh, all six guys, and I'll have two lineups actually uh, with one pivot uh, from from uh, the weekend roster. That will be uh, at DFSCoachTalk.com. If you sign up, jump in, and you can see our Discord. We give full FanDuel lineups uh, for PGA and KBO. And the, the clock does not start ticking on your membership until July 30th when the NBA uh, tips off. So if you join for a week, a month, whatever you jump in for, um, then that's frozen. You get basically the next six, six and a half weeks for free. Uh, but my guy, it's a guy that you mentioned on Wednesday. And I, you know, after you mentioned him, I looked and I thought, man, I wish I would have had him in my full uh, tournament rosters, uh, and I'm going to have him in this weekend. And I, it's the guy uh, Tyrell Hatton, the the guy from, uh, you know, played on the Ryder Cup teams against us. He's a gritty player. He got, you know, his. If you look at his performances, uh, you know, in, in Europe and then before the shutdown, I mean, he was, you know, he's he won the Arnold Palmer. He was sixth in the World Golf Championships in Mexico, 14th in uh, the HSBC Championships, and sixth in the CJ Cup at Nine Bridges, which is a European uh, event. But, you know, you're talking about the last four times out, top 14 finishes, and he played well the last two days. So, you know, he's not as cheap on FanDuel as he is DraftKings, but he is flying under the radar, and he's a guy four for four on cuts, he is 9,800 on FanDuel, so I don't think he's going to get much ownership. But I absolutely love the play, and I appreciate you bringing that uh, to, you know, to my knowledge. Now, I will tell you this: he's two grand cheaper on DraftKings, 7,800. So what a great play there, as you know, sort of the wild card guy that can make your lineup work. So. That's it, man. That's that's what I got for you. I'll have some final stuff and some postings in Discord. Certainly jump in there. And, you know, I want to – it would be fantastic. We're on a hot running KBO if we can ride out the PGA and knock, knock out some of these tournament and weekend plays. We're going to keep building that bankroll for NBA and all the sports that are coming. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll just throw in the, the, the stat that we gave on Wednesday in case you missed the show on Hatton. He's number one on the PGA Tour in strokes gained approach, which is really important on this course with the small greens. And as we sit here right now, he's five under through his round through 16 bogey free. So he's really, you know, after the layoff, he was a little shaky his first round, but now he's getting locked in. And uh, I like his price on DraftKings, like you mentioned, 7,800, nice value. And, and, you know, he's the perfect guy to skin by, make the cut by one that, you know, is a veteran that's got plenty of money in the bank. He's not going to just be pitter-pattering around. He's going to go for some flags and try to go low. So I love guys like that uh, in these type of situations. And I got to mention on Bryson, um, you know, everybody's talking about his, his, his bulk, his power. He hit a four iron on a par five from 260 and he hit the green in two he was past the pin 
from 260. That's, he hit a that's four. insane. I can't he hit my just, driver that far. He's demolishing the ball. I mean, it's almost like Tiger in the old days with how much power he has right now, just revolutionizing the game. Um, so I, I certainly see why you're going to stick with him. I, thankfully, I have a bunch of lineups with him and, and Webb Simpson on the full day, uh, wow. full week tournament. But uh, for the weekend, I think I'll probably trend towards just using one of them and then try to get a you know bulk of the mid-tier guys in there, uh, some of these studs that are underpriced. And I don't blame you for st- sticking with Simpson. I mean, he's solid as a rock. You know, he's another guy that's really, really steady. So he's a good play. But, you know, you, in my situation where I don't have him in any of the full tournament stuff, I just, you know, I'm going to bite the bullet, fade him, and hope he, he just, uh, you know, plays average this weekend. So, I mean, it's hard. That's golf is tough. You've got to, you know, you got to make some tough decisions on some of these guys. But, uh you know, you, you pretty much got to stay with, with what you figured and don't let a couple of shots that you may have watched sway you to to flipping the guys, uh, you know, and giving up on them. So, like McDowell, who shot the 66 today. So, is it, bet it wasn't a 64. Oh, Furyk three-putted? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, what Coach, else uh, you got, man? That's it. Congratulations to your daughter this weekend. Have a great time. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, and uh, we're excited about it. So that should give everybody a good feel uh, for for this weekend. Like I say, join us. Uh, we want to thank my bookie and TVG uh, for the sponsorship. Uh, definitely uh, check us out on social media. You can find us on Twitter and uh, at DFS Coach Talk. We're on Instagram uh, at uh, DFS underscore coach talk uh, all over the place posting stuff. You can watch these uh, videos on YouTube. We have a full library that uh, is a review for the upcoming seasons in all the major sports, as well as we do a daily podcast for KBO uh, Monday through Saturday, and we have a Wednesday and Friday PGA show. Later this evening, I'll be doing tonight's KBO podcast with Sugar Shane. Uh, Caldwell, he'll be jumping on that with me. So we hope to keep that momentum going uh, in KBO. So uh, we do ask when you know you jump on that stuff, rate, review, subscribe, subscribe and put that little alarm up and then it'll pop up when our uh, podcast come up. Uh, we also always finish up every day with our, our charity uh, of choice here at DFS Coach Talk and that's mombon3.org all spelled out, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Fantastic charity uh, that's set up by Kobe's family. And on Twitter, uh, follow all of us at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, We're always posted on there 24-7. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He is at Language Olympic. And our man, Sugar Shane, is at D-E-T Sports Shane, S-H-A-N-E. So that is it, my man. I think we've got podcast one in the books for this Friday. We've got some exciting. Uh, I'll tell you, if, if we were doing a slate rating for this golf, this is a, a four out of five slate uh, build for me. I'm I'm really pumped for the golf this weekend. So yep. let's let's knock it out. Let's do it. All right. Thank you, Andrew. And uh Appreciate everybody, uh, the whole team. I mean, Layton, Brett, Dawson, Shane, Andrew, 
the whole group, all of us working hard uh, to bring DFS Coach Talk to you. Uh, we've got some new members jumping in. We've got an international flavor, uh, Canadian members, Australian members. I mean, it's a blast. So come and join us, DFS Coach Talk, and uh, we'll get ready for uh, all the big sports coming up as well. All right. Again, for Andrew Hansen and for the whole DFS Coach Talk team, I am Coach. Uh, we will catch you in a couple hours when we look to crush it in KBO. Let's do it. <laughs>